but you know, I love a good state fair. I love a good carnival. I'll play the games. I'll eat some funnel cake. You best believe if there's fried Oreos, I'll be eating some. I never had a and- fried Oreo. <gasps> I know. I'm a fried Oreo virgin. <laughs> we'll fix this. We'll yeah. fix this. And welcome to episode 22 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history. But we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your kids' YMCA summer camp production of Finding Nemo Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And we would love to hear from you guys. So please leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod, and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing theme park shows. Rachel, are you so excited to talk about uh, theme parks? I am really excited. To We're talk just going to talk parks. about the evolution of theme parks and how they... How <laughs> surprise! They, new yeah, podcast. Well, uh, happy 4th of July, everyone. Yeah. I hope everyone's having a good holiday weekend. You know, we got that extra extra day off. Bless up. We needed an extra day. The world's been crazy. We needed that day. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Um, Also, did you, it's so funny that this is like the only holiday, like really in the summer, like the summer. Well, we get, okay. I mean, well, yes, technically. Right. But like we get, we get these three summer, summer holidays, as I like to call them. The one that marks the summer, which is Memorial Day. Then the 4th of July, which is not that it's like maybe mid midway sort midway. of it's a little right. bit closer to the beginning right and then you get the get labor day so i feel yeah. like where all the babies are born <laughs> yeah that's what that means yeah, yeah. come on so yeah. you know yeah. we get these three up. american holidays in the summertime i yeah. feel like for me the fourth of july is like the if i haven't transformed into summer mode yet the 4th of July is the moment for me to be like, girl, it's time. Yeah. There better be flyer flies. There yeah. better be watermelon. Right. There better be, you know, some corn on the cob. Like there, you know what I mean? Like it is summer mode only. Mm-hmm. Some sparklers. Yeah. I the pool those. right near us in our neighborhood has Rita's sometimes like a Rita's. Shut <laughs> up. Like a truck come. And it Guys, is for literally... you who don't know what Rita's is, it's Italian ice and Italian. like custard. Yeah. Ugh, and dumb. have you lived your best summer life if you're not a kid at the pool with like a Rita's and, and have like red lips for like days? 
there's nothing there's nothing better than like ice cream near a body of water or you know I just sometimes I just take you know my ice cream and just sit in the shower (laughs) (laughs) because you know I just want that feeling in the winter I just (laughs) I'm I actually have sprinklers outside and I just sit out there with my little popsicle every night (laughs) that's not weird at all don't 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 make this weird Oh, uh, all I can say is that yeah, we're feeling those summer <laughs> vibes. I mean, where I don't know where you are, Rachel. I mean, I know where you are, but where where you're at is like here. Obviously, you've lived in Virginia. It is like a bajillion degrees. I mean, yeah. As of recording this, that's an official temperature reading. A bajillion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be it'd be hot. It'd, it'd be, be humid. Hot. Yeah, I remember even visiting New York once on like the hottest day of the year, and it was why. Like, Oh, it was. I did it once too, and I always am like, "Why did I do this why, to myself? Why am I here?" Yeah. So anyway, we thought, you know, I think even when we were talking about, you know, the Fourth of July show, we were like, "Should we do something patriotic? Should we do something, you know, more themed?" But now, in you know, in preparing for this episode, it's such theme parks is such a summer thing. Like it's such a thing that people do over the summer. I mean, I guess like bigger ones like Disney or universal or stuff like that, you could do all year round, of course, and other ones Mm -hmm. you can too, but the theme park just seems like such a, like now that we're, you know, closer getting out of the, you know, pandemic and all those things, like people are going, you know, to theme parks more and spending time with their families there. So we thought it would be a fun episode to talk about different shows at different theme parks. Yeah, we love theme parks. We or other people might call them amusement parks, but we love them. And uh in, in thinking about this episode, I was like, when am I gonna ride a roller coaster? Right. Like I'm ready. Let me ask you, how do you feel about carnivals in general? Because that's like theme park adjacent but it's, it's I feel like- similar to like carnivals and county fairs or right. state fairs right. here's my my personal opinion this is just me where I sit on my level of comfort and rationalization I'm ready um I will not get on a roller coaster or a ride that can be and is removable from this space <laughs> and does remove itself like every year it's not built into the ground yes that's what just my that's just my thing right. that's just how I am but you know I love a good state fair I love a good carnival I'll play the games I'll eat some funnel cake you best believe if there's fried oreos I'll be eating some I've never had a and, fried oreo uh, I know I'm uh, a fried oreo virgin <laughs> we'll fix this we'll yeah. fix this it, I know. so you know I just I, just, I love this your fried oreos so I can <laughs> have one on air <laughs> I just I really just love I love theme parks and I love carnivals and I love state fairs because it is a place where I feel like everyone is committed to this theme. They mm-hmm. like it's like a it's like a it's like a birthday party where you told everyone they needed to dress a certain way and they all did it and it's just yeah. amazing. And my my personal opinion is that I love I love that. That just made me think of, you know how people do those like murder, like clue, like murder mystery party. Yes. Like we a have a whole party. like clue world, like, like murder. Like we have Legoland. Why yes. is there not a clue world? 
Don't un- <laughs> gotta sign more waivers, probably. The legality of that. That's true. I guess it's all about murder. I read that <laughs> this is a, this is a side tangent. Is that a while? Like, I don't know if this is still happening. But when Hunger Games was popular, they were gonna do like a Hunger Games like theme park, and I'm like, guys, really? Like, where we're killing children? Trigger warning. I feel like that, that's a bad PR move. I just kind of that's say. terrible. No one wants to go to that. No. Um, so first I want to talk about, we want to talk about just kind of maybe some of our theme park memories and theme park yeah. experience we've been, we have a couple local theme parks in Virginia that we've loved and hopefully other people, you know, they have one other campus in Florida. So I think a lot of other people visit both places. Um, the one specifically that I'm thinking of is Bush Gardens. Yeah. And then, um, but also, of course, the bigger ones like Disney and Universal and maybe Six Flags. I don't know. Have you, did you ever go to Six Flags? I've never been to Six Flags. We have something in, in Virginia called King's Dominion, mm-hmm. which they have a few theme parks around the U.S. They're just called different things, like, but um, similar vibe. Um, yeah. And it's so I never went to Six Flags because they had roller coasters at yeah. King's Dominion and yeah. Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens I, was probably where we went the most. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, um, on my research today, weirdly found, like, I think it was, like, a 2007, like, forum or something, and it was, I don't know who this was, but they were, like, this is about King's Dominion, they were, like, in the 90s, I used to go to all these shows with my wife in King's Dominion, and they were, oh, like, concerts, no, like, like, shows, like, theater shows, oh, oh, and and then, like, what we're talking about, and then, And then they were like, but I just recently went and now they suck. <laughs> they were like, they're so bad. And then all these people were like, yeah, they're really bad now. And I was like, ooh. King's Dominion, when we were growing up, was like the you went because there was almost always some kind of like concert or right. like yep. musical guest that's gonna be there. And Nickelodeon Slime used to yeah. be a part of King's Dominion. Yeah. So that was like a big reason why I went growing up because there might be like Nickelodeon people who were there. Yeah. I used to go to King's Fest. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, a, you know, a bunch of Christian bands because we got to have obviously King's Dominion's in the name. So you got to put King in there because you got to the have some some. Yeah. Like good PR and marketing who doesn't you can't be a good Christian if you don't go to an amusement park for a big concert festival can't be a Christian if you can't name your coffee shop holy grounds like (laughs) it's it's like number one number one uh that's like Christian 101 (laughs) that's I mean that's in the bible I've read so yeah so really as far as like bigger theme parks for me at least I, I went to Disney when I was like seven or eight. I think I was eight for the first time. And weirdly enough, I have like a weird memory more of like a 3D show experience I saw. I don't mm. really remember any of the, I vaguely remember like the Lion King experience thing in Animal Kingdom, which mm. we'll talk about. But I remember seeing this like Bugs Life 3D thing in- Fun. It was in the tree of life, like that you had to walk in the, into the tree of life and it did not give you life because it was, it was not fun because it was like a 3d experience and it was like really cool at first, but then all of a sudden they were like, 
it gave you the feeling of like bugs crawling on your back oh no because it was bugs life and then they like sprayed spray for like a stink bug and it was not fun i did eight-year-old taylor did not like this (laughs) would not recommend to a friend yeah i don't know if it's still playing but you know um but mickey's philhar magic is still a damn delight so wonderful love it uh wonderful what about you what are your what are some fun memories of going either to like bush garden like we'll talk about some fun stuff at bush gardens that we loved but what it, even some bigger theme parks what about you yeah well i didn't ride roller coasters this is a whole different story until i was probably like 13 12 or 13 i mean i still don't and know. i will tell you that story at a different time but it has to do with weird al yankovic <laughs> being at king's dominion at the same time i was there so that's the teaser i have not heard this story this is amazing (laughs) but anyway so um yeah so as a kid i went to disney world once as a little kid as a wee five-year-old i don't remember anything but i do have proof that i was there from some blurry photos with my mom's finger over top of the camera for some and I have a whole little um book of signatures from not just princesses mostly from like you know Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore and all those amazing people and I vaguely remember eating breakfast with them but that's about it Mm -hmm. um yeah but growing up went to Bush Gardens and Kings Dominion a lot with my sister and just with our family like we and and then eventually her kids we just went all the time. I felt like I went, I felt like during the summer I was there all the time, but I have this one memory kind of going into what we're going to talk about. I have this one vivid memory when I, I probably, I don't know, must've been seven, maybe a little bit younger or right around, probably right around then because I didn't ride roller coasters. I just did the ride parts and everything. Um, at Bush Gardens, they're is a lot you can do, but there's also like a limit. And so what you have to do if you don't ride rides is you have to watch shows. And of course they have like those animal shows where like birds will fly, you know, or whatever. And I loved those as a kid, but I remember it was so hot and we went into this one show and there were people who were what I didn't know at the time that there was a difference, but I, they were like, oh my gosh, they're tap dancing. Um, and I was like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. I, t- I remember leaving the show thinking I'm going to be, I cannot wait to be an amusement park person who tap dances and sings. And like, I just need a trade. I, forget about Broadway. Yeah. I want to do this. And there's still time, Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember feeling like it came back. I, I think I cried in the show because I loved it so much. I was just so moved as a little kid. And I went to see that show almost every time we were there until I started riding roller coasters. I think I've seen it. And the show we we're referring to, of course, I, I probably know what you're talking about. It's Celtic mm-hmm. Fury mm-hmm. or Fire? Celtic Fire? Fire? Fury? Fury? I always said Fury, but it's probably not. <laughs> Fire with a Y instead of an I. It's Celtic Fire, which is a sweet, it's in Ireland in the Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, in the Ireland Pavilion. It's a sweet, you know, 
Irish love story of a wedding and and there's a lot of Irish tap dancing. And you know what's funny is actually looking back, I wonder, I I took an Irish tap class when I was like 12 or like- Incredible, incredible. Maybe that had influence on me. (laughs) It's like, it's truly this amazing and like clogging slash Irish dance with tap. And so, like, you have a specific kind of shoe when you're doing it. It just, you're using all, like, I just was unwell. And they're dancing on the tables. Yeah, and for those that that have either gone or, or, you know, don't know, you can reserve a seat or get there early and try and sit at the table. Have you ever sat at the table? No, I would love to do that. I did it, like two the not this the most recent one but the one before that so maybe like three years ago four years ago and it was so much fun it was like oh my gosh this is like such a different experience but yeah I I think I've definitely seen it at least like seven or eight times like it's so and it's so good every time and every time oh this is so much fun yeah and I as a kid I was like I want to be that and then as a teenager when I went I was like I'm gonna date one of these people on the stage (laughs) that's my future spouse (laughs) this is what we do yeah in the summer times they just come they're contracted and that's fine I think I I imagined because as a kid you think that every perform it like as a kid you can't always tell the difference between performances which I think is what's so lovely about taking kids to see shows like take them to see local shows because they're not going to criticize it at all they think that everyone like anyone who is better than they are or anyone who is like on the stage immediately has authority and as an adult you're like "Eh, that could have been better right yeah but as a kid you're just so mesmerized and you think oh my goodness they get to do this as a job and I remember like not being able to or I remember thinking oh these people must come for the summer to from broadway like they must come yeah like because they're so good right Mm -hmm. and in reality like now we know people who like then when i was in college i knew people who started to do it not necessarily there but other places and you know oh okay these are maybe like college or younger professionals who who do this and anyway just funny for sure you know what would be really fun is to like go for a day and go see all the performances of Celtic Fire and just like like the, you know there's like a 1 p.m probably like a 3 p.m a 5 yeah and just like I'm go sure to- there's 11 now in the summer there's an 11 a.m probably oh yeah and like go to each one and like see the difference and like see if there is any differences or like I want a backstage tour I want to know what they do yeah for sure for sure, because some of them play multiple roles in the show mm-hmm. too, so that's mm-hmm. fun. It's really fun to see them come out and be like, "Oh, that's the same person." So, yeah. Oh, so much fun! Before we talk, I have some other fun stuff we'll talk about later. But let's let's talk about just some shows we researched and looked into, just at other theme parks. I found a lot of stuff just at a lot of bigger theme parks. Obviously, I think that was the main stuff I found. But what did you what did you look into? Yeah, well, I kind of did a little bit of Googling as well, and I I found some things that I've never seen um, and never heard about. There are some things that exist in the Disney world on or Disney universe on the Disney park side. So out in California, there's like a 
fantasy fair, which is kind of Rapunzel-esque. And I don't know if it's still running. Yeah. Um, So, yep, it's like two pianists and uh, vaudeville actors. And it's kind of like Tangled and Beauty and the Beast medieval vibe. Um, and they sing. And so I, I saw some clips online and we can link those in show notes, but that's really, yeah, it was cool. It was, I, it, it looks fun and seems medieval. Also like, is there a Newsies thing in, in Disney? I tried to look and I didn't see that. I know we talked about that last week, but yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I found some stuff at Disney. That, so there used to be, I don't think it's still running currently, but there was an Aladdin show. That yes. Ran, that was super popular. Different than the music, different than yes. the movie and different than the Broadway, Broadway version, version, which is a Disney Broadway version. So yeah. I just like, I'm like, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think what's interesting, the Aladdin show, it started in 2003 and this was in Disney's California Adventure, I think is where I read. Mm-hmm. And in 2009, they were going to replace it with a Toy Story musical. <gasps> what? Um, actually ended up playing on a cruise line, a Disney cruise line was Toy Story. Cause I've seen clips of it. Why before. weren't we on that Disney cruise? Yeah, let me look this up. Can you, I'm just saying, can you imagine Bo Peep's ballot? Well, there's a YouTube show of the whole thing. So I'll- Oh, send it to me. (laughs) We're (laughs) sending it to to Rachel and also in the show notes below. The the Toy Story was on, it did debut it at um, Disney California Adventure, but I'm I'm looking, it was on the Disney Wonder, the ship. It was on the Disney Mm. Wonder. Um, but it premiered, I believe, in 2015 or 2016. Oh, d- 2008 is what I'm saying. 2008. It got replaced by Frozen, which is at the Disney California Adventure currently. Um, but Aladdin, they were so they were going to replace Aladdin with the Toy Story, but then fans rebelled and revolted, and they were like, "No, bring back Aladdin!" So they brought back Aladdin. And oh my gosh again until 2016 so aladdin ran from 2003 to 2016 that's such a long a long that time. is crazy when did it go to broadway when was aladdin went to, so that's what i checked it went to broadway in 2011 um, and that's a long time for it to run where there's two versions of the show yeah yeah very interesting wow but it's disney they can i mean they can do what they want yeah exactly and then we talked about it earlier but the festival of the lion king in animal kingdom yes in disney world in orlando super fun i were i i've seen it since i was little but it's so fun that's a really fun um just very different type of performance too because there's it's outside and it's 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 uh there's a lot of like fire actual fire involved (laughs) and it's really cool it's a really cool um other things in disney Mm -hmm. i want to talk about is the finding nemo musical which which i have seen twice and don't remember that much about so i feel terrible i remember thinking it's amazing and why isn't this on broadway like why hasn't this been fully adapted it seeped into rachel's brain because we all know how much love rachel has for puppets i love the puppet it's so good it literally is so good it's so 
good i want wait one more time it's so good like guys you gotta look it up because you know know what's really cool about the nemo musical and the puppets is that they're um the blinking of the eyes the eyes can blink I can't. Yes, their eyes blink. Their their fins move because they they move themselves. But then also their mouths open. It just like yeah, nice. yeah. You never thought you would be like, yes, I want to see a Finding Nemo musical, but you do. I'm telling you, you do. The songs yeah. are great. You know why the songs are great, Taylor? Why are the songs great, Rachel? Do you want? I know you know. Do you want to tell people? So the, when I did my, re- I did not know this this morning when I did some research until this morning, they, the song, the music and lyrics are written by none other than Tony winner. One of them, EGOT winner, mm-hmm. uh, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Bobby Lopez of Frozen fame, Book of Mormon, Avenue Q. I mean, it's crazy that they did this show. And on, it's just the fact that they were like, yeah, we'll write this for a theme park. It's not even for, yeah. like, Broadway. It's just like, yeah, we'll write it for uh, Animal Kingdom. It's crazy. It's so good. And the costuming, the set design, like, truly, I would love to see a full-length version of this. One thing we should note is that all, almost all theme park shows run under an hour. They're, like, 55 yeah. minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. They run under an hour. So obviously they can't move from a theme park to Broadway. That's not normally how shows work. But, you know, I'm imagining a space where we could adapt it. We can add some songs. We can move it there. I would say that this, where this is in Disney's Animal Kingdom, the where the Finding Nemo musical is, um, an early, earlier, um, there was uh, a roller skating version of, Tarzan of Tarzan Tarzan rocks yeah and even before that there was a journey into jungle book which started in 1998 so but finding Nemo the musical I don't know if you knew it started in January 2007 Seven. Mm-hmm. and it played their last performance on March 15th 2020 the pandemic no. but it did come back um full swing uh and now it's called finding Nemo the big blue and beyond Oh, do we think it has new songs? Do we think it's more than 40 minutes? That's what I don't know. It's actually shorter. It's 25 minutes. (gasps) They cut the songs? Originally 38 minutes. I only know this because there are some YouTube clips, but we'll link those in the show notes below. So everyone can watch. If you've seen Finding Nemo the Musical at Disney's Animal Kingdom, whether you've seen the new version or the old version, please just comment, DM us. We want to know. We want to know your thoughts. Definitely want to know. We want to know. We want to know, can you show me? So some stuff I found from Universal Studios, which is also in Orlando, but they also, Universal has a ton of campuses. Did you know this? They have like, let me look at this. So does Disney, right? So there's Universal in Orlando, Universal in Hollywood and in California, Universal Studios Japan and Universal Studios Singapore so cool. that's amazing i know and the disney has paris right and, and somewhere paris. else too so they have california florida paris tokyo shanghai and mm. hong kong so that's all amazing. the disney places yeah so anyway so looking into universal studios we have uh, a bunch of different we have a blues brothers show um which i thought sounded really fun fun yeah. 
based on the movie we there's a there's also like a born a jason born like stunt show which looks really cool i love stunt um, shows there's also yeah at disney in the in the hollywood studios i believe in florida there's like an indiana jones um mm. show as well also so i love the car shows I, oh, there yeah. was one car show in universal hollywood that i went to and yeah. that was cool yeah there's also in the wizarding world um harry potter which we love which yeah. I, i've never been actually but rachel has been i have been but i didn't know there was a show what was yes. the show there's the frog choir oh yes which is the uh I, i'm so guessing, good <laughs> is a choir with frogs they're so good guys okay you know my friend and i were just talking about this shout out to you if you're listening <laughs> friend but we were just talking about why is there no recording like like spotify recording of the frog thing we went back when uh the harry potter world first opened we went with our church youth choir which is just a whole thing don't ask me about that but we went and they didn't and, believe in wizards at the time but they still you know, went but we still went right you know ask me <laughs> about my church trauma later but we went and they said the frog choir sang like two or three songs and then it got stuck in your head and there was no way to find out how to listen to those songs amazing and so i yeah just like great work and also i need to find those songs i'm sure it's on the internet somewhere oh i'm sure it is there's also um celestina warbeck and the banshees in the wizarding world which is basic it's a street show and it's just um, this woman and her backup singers, which sounds wonderful. And it sounds very good. It said it was family friendly is what it said. Amazing. <laughs> I know. And then we also have, and this, I have a little fun description. I found tales of beetle and bard. Yeah. Okay. These? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So these adept players perform a trunk show using stylized scenic pieces, props, and guess what, Rachel? puppetry yay Yay. Yay, take a (laughs) shot every time we say puppets um and you never knew that you were going to be so excited to celebrate uh international puppetry day next year when it rolls around we will be posting it all over hello (laughs) so it's a see them retell two famous tales of beetle and the bard a 15th century author of wizarding fairy tales the fountain of fail fortune fair fortune and the tale of the three brothers yeah the tale of the three brothers it looks very good it looks the we need to go back i mean this is just making me feel like taylor (laughs) and i need to go and travel around yeah start a a gofundme so we can go have a yeah patreon yeah take theater nerds to on the road or alternatively if you can house us while we're there yeah maybe we'll figure out how to get there and go to the theme park yeah if you uh if you uh want to open up your homes to us yeah there's just two of us and we'll be kind we can sleep on one bed it's fine (laughs) (laughs) sleepovers (laughs) all right um i have some other stuff that i looked up at bush gardens but what other things yes. do you have that's what i have i have one thing at bush gardens and then i want to talk about uh dinner shows at dollywood so fun um i have we probably have the same one so i have october zest at, at bush gardens do you have that one 
No, I have the exploration. That's oh, no the exploration. That's right. <laughs> yes. October Zest is still running. It's in the Germany German Pavilion. And we actually shout out to our friend Hannah Thomas. We know her. She's performing right now, currently at the October Zest, which is so fun. I see pictures. Go support her. Go do it. Um, I also have some stuff in the uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa in Florida. I have the Turn It Up, which is a skating show, which is like an ice skating. I think it's ice skating. I'm not. Maybe it's a roller skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Cirque Electric, which I think is like a Cirque du Soleil type of thing, um, which looked wow. really cool. I know it looked really cool. And I then love have, Cirque du Soleil. That's cool. Yeah. I've never seen a Cirque du Soleil. I've got to say. I've all, okay. To be honest, I've only seen one, but mm-hmm. it was amazing. I saw the Beatles one, the Whoa, Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. Sound good. So fun. It's so good. Like, ugh. Yeah. I also was nervous the whole time for them. I was nervous. It was like yeah. good, but also like my heart rate was like, are you good? I'm like, I don't know, actually. Yeah. And then lastly, we in Tampa, we have uh there's a Sesame Street show called Let's Play Together for all the all you all your little kids. Wait, um, I wanna go. It sounds so cute. It does sound so cute. Yeah. Uh I have one in the Bush Gardens, yes. Tampa, Florida one. Um, it is called exploration i don't think it's running any longer um but it is also kind of like a ice skating show they're on ice which i love and it is underwater kind of explorer-esque it's 30 minutes there are puppets and then um yeah speaking of an ice of ice skating have you ever seen those like like disney on ice or whatever I have once, I think. I don't remember it, which is terrible because my parents were probably like, we took you. We waited in line. You cried for cotton candy and you don't remember. And yeah, like, dipping dots. <laughs> I just want you all who are parents out there to understand that I, as a kid, as a kid, you don't remember those pieces. And sometimes you don't remember those things, but we are thankful anyway. But, you know, we don't remember sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Taylor? Have you been? I have never been, but I keep seeing these uh, signs for Paw Patrol live near where I live. And oh, in Norfolk? Yeah, <gasps> Paw Patrol. And I wonder how fun that must be. It sounds very fun. I mean, they're dogs on ice, but they're not real dogs. They're costume dogs. I don't, I think can't... I don't know if it's on ice, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's better. If it's not on ice. I was like, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah, you gotta have four people doing one dog because they have four legs. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it says here that there's someone who created the exploration costume design who is a Tony winner, and so I'm just looking up who that is. Okay, Greg Barnes. Okay, Tony winning costume designer, and he won for the Drowsy Chaperone. Uh, and Legally Blonde, the musical, he was a nominee. Oh, that's amazing. <gasps> what? So he's the person who did the costume design for Exploration at yeah. Bush Gardens. Oh my God, Isn't you that know. awesome? <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Yeah, that was good. I love it. Good job. <laughs> so my one other thing I want to talk about before yes, we please potentially do. wrap is dinner shows. So I'm new to this quote unquote South. 
Um, and in Virginia, I don't think these are super popular, but um, there were theater places uh, in, you know, the South and moving into, uh, you know, the, the West part as we were moving on West. Westward expansion. And yes, exactly. Yes. School of rock. Um, we're, we're in the, we're in the summer, but we can still. Elbow look. room. Elbow room. Okay. Wait, anyway. what? I don't know this. Schoolhouse Rock? Oh, Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. rock. Yes, did yeah. I say School of Rock? I did, because I can't I was think. like, do we? <laughs> do we? Do we know it? Okay, anyway, there are these things called dinner shows. And to be honest, I don't know that much about them. I've been to one once before. You basically, it's like a restaurant, but there's also a show. Mm. Um, well, that's every night at my house. hey but it, sh- <laughs> no. Um, and so one of the places that's close to me currently is Dollywood, which is a theme park, an amusement park. And they have dinner shows. They're singing and dancing and all sorts of things. And they have a few running right now. The biggest one w- would be what people know it for. Speaking of being patriotic is Dolly Parton stampede. And it's, Ooh. There are 32 horses that are part of the show. Whoa. I don't know if I want to eat dinner while I watch the show, but that's <laughs> fine. That's another, that's a comment for later. I'll let you know. Cause I'm going to go see it, but um, that's really cool. And then they have one about pirate voyage. So it's like a sh- dinner and a pirate voyage and they're swinging. I'm not sure if they're singing, but they're swinging and some I'm kind sure of action. Sing- and then sure there's the pirates are singing Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> incredible and then there's a um a family feud one so there's a dinner feud where there's two the Hatfield and the McCoys and apparently it's musicals comedy there are explosive stunts so I'm that's exciting wow. and then there's a comedy barn one so I like this this is fun this is like you know after you're done riding and everyone's tired and you need to eat and you're eating some fried cheese sticks you can sit down and have a nice entertainment. And it's so funny. One thing I feel I want to say about theme park shows overall is the way that you come completely as you are wet from the log flume that you just rode. Like you're just you crying kids. Someone's eating their fried pickle that they still haven't finished. Someone's hitting someone else. And it just is like, so very different than a quote theater experience and I do wonder I like have some questions now at the end of this wondering about the evolution of theme parks and theme park shows and like maybe the classism that was happening here and the accessibility between like obviously that's not necessarily the case anymore like Broadway is touring and like people have more access to local theater but I do wonder if like part of what people were able to access on on live theater whether that's comedy or musicals or plays or dancing or some kind of theatrical experience was within like a theme park or or carnival or country fair and that these things were adapted um from that and Just how interesting it, it would be to think about why these places feel so different uh, and yet offer, in my opinion, really great experiences for people to interact with the theater world in a very different way, but like 
it was impactful for you. And it was super impactful for me. And like I said, as a kid, almost just as much. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely when you have shows like that, it's, it's more able to be accessible a little bit than maybe, Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, you do have the touring and local theater, but it's also just, it's in, it's a theme park is like, it's all part of the experience. It's like, it's like such an experience and going to the theater, regardless of it's at a theme park or whatever is an experience. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting for a theme park, you're like in a bathing suit or you're in whatever. And then, but when you're going to a show, you're still getting dressed up you Mm -hmm. normally too so it's like it's all part of the fun experience of like seeing a show or going to a theme park or whatever yeah I think what's funny is potentially local theater and theme park theater experiences are the ways that kids and adults and people who like theater can see themselves more like I can easily see myself participating in this more easily whether that's true or not right and so it it feels more accessible in the way of like I can be that Mm -hmm. right like I could do that um that could be me and when I have had the chance to sit in a Broadway show whether that's on Broadway or even touring I know that I probably couldn't be that as a kid I knew I'd have to be homeschooled in order to go and audition for Annie right? Like, so it just, I think the accessibility is a little bit different. And you think I can probably be a part of a theme park show because it's during the summer or like I can be a part of a dinner show because it's at night, right? Like it's just different. And, and I, I really like that aspect of it. And I think the other thing is people who don't necessarily choose theater all the time, have access to the theatrical experiences at theme parks and I find that that's really, really cool. And and now I want to go to a theme park. <laughs> well, I was homeschooled, Rachel, and I never auditioned for Annie. <laughs> so any better. Fair. Also, what that's a great fair. transition to say. I have some, a list of fun um, people. Broadway yes. people that, that um, started in some Disney theme parks is what I found. I tried to find others, but I mostly found lists of, of Disney, which is fine. We love Disney here. So... The first one I found is we got um, Colleen Ballinger, who, of course, fame rose to uh, with Miranda Sings. Yeah. Um, But also she was in Waitress uh, like two years ago, probably, or a year and a half ago. Um, She started in Disneyland doing different characters and such, which is fun. Wow. Steve Martin started in Disneyland doing comedy what um, yes I didn't know also, that. of course writer of the show media a media shower right he wrote that the play so. yeah. and then also mm-hmm. he wrote bright star um the music yes. that, which is so fun we have tony wayne, nominated yes tony nominated we have wayne brady um <gasps> starred from as, whose line is it anyway line, um who starred as tigger in disney world isn't that just amazing i know i need a moment of course Wayne Brady being in Kinky Boots on Broadway he was in Mm -hmm. Hampton in Chicago he's done a lot of uh of theater stuff as well talented very talented we have next we have Tay Diggs um from the original cast of I am unwell (laughs) (laughs) um he was in Disneyland Tokyo he performed 
in Disneyland Tokyo. I know. So crazy. Really, really cool. And then last but not least, you might not recognize this name, Rachel, but we've actually already talked about her. It's Allison Reed, uh, who she played Alice in Wonderland in Disneyland. She was Tony nominated for my last Tony's discussion in Cabaret playing Sally in 1988 at the 1988. Oh, my gosh. But most of our listeners will probably know her as Miss Darbus in the High School Musical series. Amazing. She started as Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Isn't that amazing in Disney? It's amazing. I did not know that. And I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. The last thing I want to, as we, as we do for the fifth time here, I I (laughs) looked up, I, I, when I was doing research, I actually found a really interesting article, which I'll, I'll, we'll reference in the show notes from backstage, um, the website backstage. There was a, an article about, uh, interview, an interview with a casting director from a company who casts, um, theme park shows. And it was like a back and forth dialogue. And so this casting director, she said, I just want to read this quote, she said, which I found really awesome. If there's any people that are looking to do, want to perform in theme parks or like, you know, it's, if you're listening to this and it's something you, you know, it's, it's just, you want to start there and maybe end up, you know, somewhere like, you know, Tay Diggs or Wayne Brady or something like that. Uh, I think this is a really cool quote that she said. She says, Um, Quote, the other thing that is so great about these summer contracts, especially if you're still in college or right out of school and your ultimate goal is to book that long running production, is that nothing trains you better than a summer at a theme park. Once you're in that long running show, that's wonderful. But how are you going to keep it fresh when you're six months in? How are you going to know that if you have the stamina, both physically and vocally? I'll tell you that the kids I've seen coming out of colleges who are most prepared to go into long-running production contracts are the ones who have come out of theme parks because they know how to repeat the same show three to five times per day, six days per week for four months. They get to the end of the summer and say, wow, I know how to take care of my voice. I know how to have fun, but also get rest. I know how to do the same show over and over and over and make it still as enjoyable as the hundredth time as it, as the first, it really trains you for what you want to be doing in the long run. End quote. And I just, I thought that was I love that. I know. It's so great. So we'll link the article below so you guys can read that, but that was just a little snippet. I love it's from our, uh, she works at RWS entertainment, um, which I thought was so cool. That's amazing. I love that. And I like the, I know how to have fun and get rest. And I think that that's, yeah, the stamina there is, is beautiful Mm. and to talk about and and see. Absolutely. And we have friends, like we said, that have worked, we have a couple of friends that have worked in theme park stuff and it's yeah, they're, they're incredibly talented and yeah, I'm sure even, even theater stuff we did, I'm sure even prepared them for theme park stuff too. So Super, yeah. super fun and cool. Uh, well, thank you, Rachel, oh, for I having that. Thank discussion you. with me. This was so fun. That uh, was so fun. Guys, I had no idea where it was going to go and take yeah. us, but we, we got there and everyone go visit your local theme park. Exactly. Visit your local theme park. Visit a big theme park if you can, but local ones are so fun to go to. So yeah, absolutely. Aww. Yay. Yay.
All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. This is a segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, how have we been feeling and what theater character has the same kind of vibes? The vibes, that's right. Um, We would also love to hear from your characters and also maybe some fun theme park shows you guys have visited before. Yes. Definitely. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who your character is this week and you may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, please tell me who is your character of the week? Yes, my character this week is maybe less of a character, but that's okay because there are no rules. And (laughs) I was just trying to think, I don't know, we'll find out. So, you know, I think as Taylor mentioned at the top of the episode, today is July 4th, obviously. And so in the US, this is a holiday for us. And I was trying to think like, do I want to have a patriotic character? I don't really know. But I also was thinking I've been doing a lot like this summer, July, especially into August, I'll be doing a lot of traveling. I felt like I did a lot this past week. And so there is something that I feel mixes some type of patriotism and traveling. And that is the Wells Fargo wagon <laughs> of the music man. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so great. Oh, man. And I just recommend now that everyone goes and listen to that song right after you finish this episode. Oh. <laughs> Taylor, what about you? What is what is oh, your goodness. character that for this week? Wonderful, that is wonderful. Well, my character isn't so much a thing; it is a person. Uh, okay, following the rules, fine, whatever. Bye. No, it's fine. Maybe one day I'll be a thing. But it has been a crazy week um, here mm-hmm. in the Reed household. Um, maybe things to share later to come about it. But uh, my wife has been sick this week. So I'm kind of feeling, maybe feeling like, you know, she's actually going to be a medical doctor in a couple of years, but maybe I'm feeling like, you know, medical doctor a little bit, (laughs) but maybe feeling like doctor, Um, maybe some parts of this character I'm not, but just the doctor part really. So I'm Dr. Jim Pomander from Waitress the Musical because I've been taking care of her. I actually, you know, I was talking about it. I actually like taking care of, like, I kind of like when my wife is sick because I get to take care of her, which is probably a, uh, (laughs) she's like, I'm like, don't most spouses like, um, not like taking, like, don't like when their spouse is sick. She's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's because you're just sweet. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Yes. I love that. You like to take care of her and you know, pies are good. There's a, for, for the holiday. Perfect. Exactly. And she can bake a great pie. So true she's, not right now she's great at all things sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometime, yeah uh, well if you, guys, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion about theme park shows or your character of the week check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on instagram and twitter at theaternerdpod and on facebook at theaternerdpodcast thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week on the streets of dublin on the streets of Dublin.